Hi, and welcome. This is Latrice Bartley, co-founder of Beauty and Purpose, where we help you discover your beauty inside and out, embrace your uniqueness, and walk in the fullness of who Christ created you to be. Good morning, good morning. This is Latrice, and it is time for Motivational Monday. Y'all, I am so excited um, about this week's. We are closing out our scripture in Ephesians, but oh my goodness, I just want to start out sharing something with you. I share all the time that when the Lord gave me, um, he placed in me the idea to create this podcast. One of the things that he shared with me was the importance of transparency um, to just being who I am and allowing people to see just everything. You know, sometimes the the tears, the shortcomings, um, the trials, because I believe this is sometimes something that we we kind of want to shine away from, but it's by those moments that we allow others to grow um, with us in the faith. And so um, I had a wonderful weekend. I think I, I shared on my video. Um, and for those of you that are listening to me, to me the first time, let me just stop for a moment and say that my name is Latrice with Beauty and Purpose. I am one of the co-founders. I have the awesome privilege of being in business and running this business with my mom, who is Fayetta McTaw, and she is the other co-owner. My mom works a lot in the background, um, and you will see her from time to time on videos, but it is such an awesome privilege to do work with my mom, and that is one of the unique facets of our business, and people always say, you work with your mom, it is wonderful, because my mom represents covering. She represents wisdom. I think about um, the scripture that talks about, you know, the seasoned woman teaching the younger women. And I feel like I'm living that. Um, do we get along with and, and, and um, do we, you know, agree on everything? Absolutely not. There's still a reverence and a respect there, but we can disagree. But y'all, I love my mom. Um, she's taught me so much. And so it's amazing how God has intersected our lives and even things that she's been through. She's been a living testimony to me to to propel me to go forward in, in the areas that God is, you know, strengthening me. And so it's a wonderful thing. So um, my mom and I have this business, Beauty and Purpose, this organization, but Beauty and Purpose is simply an organization that exists to remind and to charge and to encourage women to stand up and be the woman that God has created them to be. And what that means is that each and every one of you have a God-given unique purpose. You might not look like it. You may look at yourself in the mirror and say, I see nothing as purpose, but I'm telling you what the word of God says, not what you see out of your natural eyes, but what his word says. And he said that before he knew you in your mother's before you were even in your mother's room. He knew you that there is purpose in you that he has created specifically for you to do. So here's the thing, you know, one of um, our founding scriptures is in Esther. And it is something that Mordecai told her and Esther had come to her moment. If I could say her moment in time, all the hand of God had been through her life for this specific moment that he was telling her, you have to go before the King. But during this time, you couldn't just approach the King. And so to do what Mordecai was asking her to do was going to require a stand. It was going to require boldness. It was going to require prayer, fasting, 
but it could require death, you know, because you had to be requested. And Esther was kind of like, hey, you about to hang me out. You trying to get me killed. But Mordecai told her, and, and I'm paraphrasing, who's, he said, who is to say if you have attained royalty, if you were created, if this is the moment that God created and allowed this girl child to be born? He said, but do know this, that if you should not go, you're going to perish right with us and the work of God is still going to go forth. And so I charge you today to say beauty and purpose is about a allowing women to know that our beauty is not um, limited to what's on the outer, our appearance and how we are weight, but our beauty truly resonates from the inside. And it's from giving God our life. We have celebrities, we have models that are the perfect size. They're gorgeous, but they're blowing their brains out. Why? Because I believe that we cannot truly radiate the beauty that God created us to radiate until we give our life to him. And so that's a little bit, but if you go to um, our website, Welcome one, two, and three videos. We talk a little bit more in detail about who Beauty and Purpose is. But Motivational Monday was created. It's funny. I literally just one day was walking and I heard the Lord say Motivational Monday. But it's like I knew instantly what he was saying. And I said, ooh, the word. And he said, yep. And so that's how it was started. Motivational Monday is simply encouraging you to listen, to dive in, to build a framework, an anchor, a foundation in God's word. And I always love to use an an analogy that talks about building a home because I think I love going to look at homes. It's something that my husband and I enjoy. We love going to um, the parade of homes and um, just open houses. And we like to start on the outside and see the construction. But when you're looking at this beautiful home, imagine building that home in a hurricane. Who does that? Who goes and pays for a million dollar furniture to put into a home that has the raggediest foundation? Your investment is going to be wasted because you're going to have water damage and all of this. And it's likened to our life. There's so much beauty that God wants to allowed to radiate from us. There's so many things he's put in us, but until we begin to build a foundation in him, you, you're wasting it. Your, your the investment is wasted. You, it is for us to tap into him and begin to start. I think about pouring that concrete. That's the first phase, making sure, I mean, they even go to treating the dirt. There's certain phases. If you've ever built a home, that's so important, but each phase is critical to the next phase because you don't put a good solid foundation concrete on the floor, but then put some paper up for walls who, I mean, you know, so each one builds and that's what our life is. We are to be these monuments for the kingdom of God. I believe God has placed us here to show forth his glory and his honor, but we can only truly be what he's calling us to be as we yield our lives to him. And so motivational Monday is not just um, memorizing a bunch of scriptures. I do believe that's important because what is in you is what's going to come out. And the more you meditate, I believe there's a reason in Joshua, it talks about meditating on the word day and night, because we do have to get this word in us. But it's also about literally just that meditating isn't always memorizing, but sometimes it's just allowing the word to soak in in us. And I believe that's so important. So motivational Monday is just simply getting ourselves motivated in God's word. And so I want to kick off this week by just sharing an experience that happened to me 
Um, like I said, I went to Atlanta. I had a wonderful time. I, um, my cousin, God has just united our hearts. And it's even that experience is going to be shared on another episode. It's just mind blowing how when you can see the hand of God through your life. And so it was a powerful weekend. I got to meet a cousin I haven't seen in almost 20 some years and hug her neck and see her family. Um, but it was also double because I had some other family that was going to be at a location. And honestly, I wasn't going. I was not going to go. I was tired. I have been working nonstop. Even going to this class was oppressed. But um, something happened that, that I knew I had to go. And little did I know that I would get blessed in trying to be a blessing. But after all of that, you know, I'm praying the Lord is revealing things to me. Y'all, I came back and Monday was the heaviest I've been. Um, I felt so alone. That's the only word I can give you. I felt very alone. I felt very inadequate. I felt very like, God, why me? And do you know who you chose? Like you want to make me a manager. I'm still trying to learn management, but then I'm leading these people. And then I'm still trying to understand I'm supposed to be making ways by night. You have me writing over here. You have me do, you know, I just felt so alone and God reminded me of something that I, I I just remember literally walking across the street trying to hold back tears as I was going into my job because it's one of the loneliest states I've just been in. Um, and I want to use this example. It's all going to tie into Motivational Monday, so just bear with me. But I remember, you know, as I was walking across, I I could hear the word in me, even though I was hurting, it's like the word was in the back of my head. And I remember kind of hearing, if you draw not to me, I'll draw not to me. If you call out to me, I will answer. And I put my stuff down. And when I took a break, I just remember going and sitting in my car and tears were streaming down. And I said, God, I'm calling out to you. I know the joy of the Lord is my strength. I know this foggy place is called faith. I know it's like I knew the answers, but it didn't take away how I felt. And the Lord said, chosen. He reminded me all weekend of what he was showing me in Joshua 3 and Joshua 4. And, and when you had those 12 men that were that were chosen, they were representing each tribe and, and they had to go out. But little did they know and being chosen that in chapter 4, that Joshua would give them instructions and say, pick up the stone from the very place that the, the ark, the priest that they were standing and you're going to carry this stone over. And it literally says to bear the, the stone up on their shoulders. So that shows me some heaviness. There was some strength, but they were chosen to carry a memorial that would show forth God's faithfulness. And God just began to minister to me in that moment that chosen is a place. It is a place of loneliness. I never said it was glamorous. I never said, but it's also a privilege to hear my voice is a privilege. And y'all, he immediately said high priest. And I went and I lived up high priest and y'all, the tears began to stream. So I want you to just bear with me because it's going to tie all in. But in Hebrews 4, Oh my goodness. Um, the Lord took me to high priest and I just want to share some things with you out of this. And I'm reading from the amplified version for a reason. Um, and I start, I want to start off with verse 14 and it says in as much then as we believers have a great high priest who has already ascended and passed through the heavens, Jesus, the son of God, let us hold fast 
our confession. And in brackets, it says of faith and cling tenaciously to our absolute trust in him as savior. Now y'all right there, let me just stop. When I started reading that, Remember, God was just showing me in this place. He was like, listen, it's not easy. It can be a lonely place. But he said, I've equipped you with everything that you need. But he was letting me know that I'm your source. And when he said high priest and I began to read it, y'all, I immediately looked up. I heard the Lord, you know, I have to look up stuff. And when I looked at hold, what the definition of hold, and I know we we probably can just define it, but I wanted a specific definition. And it said hold is grasping something, gripping it. Then it's, I looked up cling because remember it said, let us hold fast our confession. That's the things that we are saying, what we're speaking. So you have to hold, grasp it, grip it. But then it says our confession of faith, the things that we're walking out, the things that we're saying, it said, now you're holding fast to that faith and you got to cling it tenaciously. So I looked at what cling mean again, to hold on tightly. Like I literally can see if you've ever seen those movies and people just holding on by the tip of their, you know, nail and they're just holding on, but it said tenaciously. And when you look at, looked up the definition of tenaciously, it said not easily pulled apart, persistent in maintaining, adhering to, or seeking something valued or desired. And so let me put it all together. Let us hold fast our confession of faith and cling tenaciously, persistent in maintaining, adhering to, and seeking something value to our absolute trust. And what does trust mean? It's an assured reliance on the character, ability, strength, or truth of someone or something. But it tells you what that trust is to be, y'all. We don't have to say someone or something because the end of that says our absolute trust in him as our savior. Y'all, at that point, tears were just falling because at this point, I could see the Lord physically hugging on me. And he was reminding me, you're chosen, baby. He was like, yes, it's lonely. Yes, you don't understand. I'm here to tell you. You inadequate, very inadequate, but that's such a right place. That's the right place for my miracle. But in this, he began to remind me, he said, trees, you've, you've, you voiced some things. You've said some things. You believing me for saying you've even went on videos. You have confessed your faith, but don't you let go. You cling tenaciously. If it means by the tip of your fingernail, hold on in absolute trust that I am going to do what I said. Y'all by that point, It's like the tears. I can't even begin to tell you, but then let me go on. I want to continue to tell you how he hugged on me in the spirit, because then when you go to verse 15, um, when you go, let me go down. I want to keep reading to you. When you go to verse 15 in the Amplified Version, it says, For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize and understand our weaknesses and temptation, but one who has been tempted. And in brackets, it says, knowing exactly how it feels to be human. Y'all, by that point, you know the tears were flowing. In every respect as we are, yet without committing any sin. And here's the blessing. Therefore, let us with privilege approach the throne of grace. That is the throne of God's gracious favor with confidence and without fear so that we may receive mercy 
for our failures and find his amazing grace to help in time of need an appropriate blessing coming just at the right moment. Y'all, let me say that again. He said, but may we approach the, the throne of grace. That is the throne of God's gracious favor with confidence, boldness, if I can add, and without fear so that we may receive mercy for the times we fail and find his amazing grace to help in time of need and appropriate blessing coming just at the right moment. Y'all, this is what I entered into when I sat down and the tears were coming in my eyes because God was showing me. I have you. There's nothing that you could do to separate you from my love. He was letting me know, Trees, everything you're feeling right now, I've been there. But he said, just hold on tenaciously. I mean, y'all, and so you say, okay, Latrice, why are you sharing all of this? I'm sharing this because this is the very essence of what motivation on Monday is. I don't get on here to just talk to be great or, oh, I hope I get a bunch of followers. I hope I want to get the gospel out. Yes. But y'all, I want you to understand how important this word is to our life. In this moment in my day that it was one of the lowest moments. I And, and let me share this with you because it's kind of funny how I tried to psych God out a little bit because I'm having this moment, right? And I went to him and I always tell you, God is your source and everything else is a resource. And so I'm having this moment and I'm kind of, you know, talking to God, the tears are flowing. He's blessing me through this. But in my mind, I'm like, okay, now I need my husband. I want my husband because, you know, he's going to kind of listen to me and babe, you're doing great. And he's going to, Javier always has something wise to say. Like he always break the word down, take it to another level. And then I felt like I would get some of that little bit of baby in too, right? And so I'm like, but I went to my source, but now let me use my resource. So y'all, I tried to call my husband, right? And at this point in the day, I know my kids are there and he would pick up because it's not even anyone's nap time. And when I tell you, when I heard his voicemail, I literally said out loud, I knew you wasn't going to let him answer the phone. And the Lord said, nope, because this word is going to be your only encouragement. And I share that with you to be transparent because we do want that, you know, somebody to stroke us sometime. And girl, you doing good. Don't you let the it. We want that. But the Lord was like, I don't have time for that today. This word that I put in you is getting ready to encourage you. I've already told you. I can feel. And I, I instantly heard him say, now get the recorder and record chosen part two. And I'm like, but Lord, I ain't even said. He said, you got everything you need and I'm going to lead you. Y'all, I'm sharing this to say, I live this. This isn't something that I'm telling you. I have low days. I have hot days. But what Motivation Monday represents is exactly what I was walking through. God said, I want the word to anchor you. Even though Javier probably would have said some nice things, he would have shared some more on the word. But the Lord said, no, I'm going to be, I want to be your first one that you want to, to console you. I want you to allow this word to take root. And then the Lord was showing me, I, we don't have time for that. I'm growing you up in the faith. I'm growing you up. I don't have time for you to want somebody to affirm. I'm going to affirm you and you're going to keep moving. And if you don't feel affirmed, you're going to keep moving. You know, he grows me up. And so in that moment, I just kind of laughed and I said, okay, let's record. You know, and so I'm sharing this to say, y'all, the word of God, it is just what the word of God says. It is energizing. It is refreshing. It is, it is real, y'all. He changes your life. And so if we don't in this word, we don't have hope. You will stay in the moment that I have.
had. It's okay to have those moments, but we can't live there. We have to begin to take up the word of God and apply it and say, I understand my feelings say. I understand the bank account say. I understand what the x-ray say, but this is what the word of God says. The word of God says that I am healed. The word of God says that there's no light that I will have. The word of God says that he created me for he has plans for my life and they're not plans of evil or disaster, but good. And so no matter how I'm feeling and what disaster looks around me, the word of God says, y'all, our anchor has to be in the word. But if you don't know the word, wherein is your hope? Then that's where our hope becomes in us. But I think about that scripture that it says, don't hope in me. Let We have to know where to place our hope. So I want to go ahead. I wanted to share that with you. And I hope it it encourages somebody that maybe you've been chosen. You know, listen, yes, it's a lonely place. There's some sacrifices that it requires. But y'all, this word, I don't care what place you're in. Everything that we need is in the word. So we're wrapping up this week. Um, We have been in the last two weeks, Ephesians 3, 16, 17, and this week is 18. And I'm going to give you some awesome cross-reference scriptures. But Ephesians, I'm just going to kind of review. Um, 16 says, I pray that from his glorious unlimited resources, he will empower you with inner strength through his spirit. And this is just beyond awesome because again, this is where I was. But God had to remind me, hey, remember, it's it's not by your might. It's not by your power, but it's by his power. It's by his strength. It's by his energy that we're going to be able to do what he's called us to do. And he said, remember, I have unlimited resources. Then when we go to 17, it says, then Christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust in him. And if you listen to last week's episode, to trust parallels with faith. And it says, as we begin to trust in him, then his roots will grow. Your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. So that was even showing me there's some power in the love of God. But here's where we're going in 18. In 18, it says, may you have, and may you have the power to understand, as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, and how deep his love is. Y'all, let me read that in the Amplified. And may you, having been deeply rooted and securely grounded in love. Now, let me tell you, it's not talking about the love of your husband or the love of a friend, but I believe this love is talking about God's love because that love can hold you in some places. It can, it secures you like it's saying, but it says that may you having been deeply rooted and securely grounded in love, be fully capable of comprehending with all the saints, God's people, the width, the length, the height, and the depth of his love. Fully experiencing that amazing and endless love. What a way to end, y'all. And I want you to get motivated to find out about God's love. Sir, read about him and Luke and John. And y'all, this is what I had happen to me on Monday. God, just his love, y'all, it secured me because I was in a place, yes, of frailness. And that's where I should be. But God was reminding me, you're right where I wanted you to be. He began to love on me through the word of God. This is how we know him. Like in that moment, he said, remember, you have a high priest. It's nothing that you could go through that I haven't felt. Y'all, this is what the word does. And so I want to share with you the cross-reference scripture, Ephesians 3 and 19, because this began to blow my mind. And it says, may you experience the love of Christ 
though it is too great to understand fully. Y'all, we can't, we don't even have the mind to really understand. It says, then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. So when we experience y'all, what I had happen, the love of Christ it says, then you're going to be made, be made complete with fullness of life that comes from God. But here's the thing. I want to go to verse 20. 20 just blew my mind. Okay, it all blows my mind. But in the Amplified Version, it says, now to him, and we know this scripture, but let me just read it again. Now to him who is able to carry out his purpose and do super abundantly more than all that we dare ask or think infinitely beyond our greatest prayers, hopes, or dreams, according to his power that is at work within us. Y'all, now if that ain't worth meditating on this week, I don't know what is. Let me break this down. It says now to him, not you, but to him. I, I would encourage you to go back to our scripture two weeks ago that we were reading. Y'all, it says it's not about us, but he's the one that wills and enables to us to be able to carry out what he's put in us. And it's saying now to him who is able to carry out his purpose, to carry out what Latrice has to do, to carry out what you have to do. He said, and not do abundantly, super abundantly, more than we ought that we more than all that we dare ask or think. Y'all, I can ask some things. He said, but you can't even dare to ask on my level. He said, infinitely beyond our greatest prayers, hopes, or dreams, according to his power that is in work within us. Y'all, that just makes me emotional. I'm trying to get it together and not be crying on here because in this moment, if you can't scroll back up, and realize just what that scripture said, which is to say, I, and may you have the power. Y'all, not the power that's in you. We're talking about supernatural power. I'm trying to like hold myself together for a minute. To understand how wide, how long, and how high, and how deep his love is. Y'all, he loves us so much. And he said, I will do super abundantly above what you can even begin to ask or think. He said, and, but I want to point out something. He said, um, let me go back. He said, beyond our greatest prayers. And so I want to encourage you. I, I've been recording a series and I hope you're listening to it, that if you ain't even praying, you missing out. Because he said, I can do some things, but what are you even asking me? And so y'all, I just pray that Oh my God, you're motivated to get in God's word, to be strengthened, to know that he has something for you. Y'all let this word transform your life. It's not bad that you have a moment. It's not bad that you have some stinky thinking for a minute, but you can't live there. The more you're meditating in the day and the night, God will literally change your life through his word. No friend, no husband, nobody can love on you like the word of God can. So listen, get motivated. Let's kick this door down this week. Let's walk in the faithfulness of God. Let's be instruments. Let's be the salt of the earth. Let's rise up and stand in the word of God. Let's be demonstrators of what it means. And y'all, that doesn't mean everything's going to be perfect. 
like my life. I am stretched to capacity. But as I move to this and I rubber band back to this, y'all, I'm going to be a demonstrator. I'm going to put a smile on my face. Even if a tear has to come down, I'm going to say, Lord, I thank you that I have too many things to do. Some people don't have nothing to do. Some people sitting there depressed because they don't have one thing. But God, you gave me four. Thank you, Lord. Now show me how to carry it out. That is allowing this word to motivate us to live and walk it out, y'all. That's what faith is. So be encouraged. Let's get motivated and look forward to talking to you this week. Bye. Remember, this is Latrice Bartley with Beauty and Purpose, reminding you that you were created for such a time as this.